Welcome to Word Theatre Weekly, where each Saturday we share stories from our archive of performances of the world's best short stories, recorded live in Los Angeles, New York, and London, mostly with the writers in the room. I'm your host, Cedaring Fox, Word Theatre founder and artistic director. Please note that Word Theatre holds the copyright to these recordings, so no portion of anything you hear may be reproduced without permission. Today, we are bringing you two very short stories by John Edgar Wideman from his collection, Briefs, Stories for the Palm of the Mind. These were performed by 2024 Oscar nominees, Sterling K. Brown and Coleman Domingo. Sterling is nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for the film American Fiction. Would you believe that I introduced Sterling and Percival Everett at Word Theatre? If you don't know, Percival is the author of the novel upon which American fiction is based. We shared Sterling's reading of Percival's Alluvial Deposits, a beautifully acted and very provocative short story on this free podcast, and you can still listen to it for a few more weeks, so check it out. Coleman Domingo, who has read John Edgar Wideman's stories brilliantly in both Manhattan and East Hampton, is nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role for his performance in Rustin. These two are simply phenomenal. Have you ever been so smitten by someone you can't stop thinking about them no matter how hard you try? John Edgar Weidman tells it like it is, and like nobody else can. Get ready for Lost and Found, performed by Sterling K. Brown. Nothing reminds him of her. She was everything, then he lost her, and now there's nothing. A train rattling, squealing near midnight over the East River to Brooklyn. A mad woman sitting in the chair across from him, twitching, though maybe not mad. A wire in her ear, she thinks she's dancing. Dances to nothing he can hear. There's nothing to hear, though in the nothingness surrounding him, he's taught himself exactly how to locate the one missing. Clattering F train, the third stop. A grid of streets memorized from a map. First right, right again, two blocks, left, right, etc., etc. A route proud three times in daylight, aching for a glimpse. Afraid of a glimpse. Nothing. Tonight, crouched in a black alley, he'll stare up at the fourth floor window again, or if he dares, swoop up and peek in, like a dark moon spying through the lighted square of the brick wall of the new man's building. She'll be reading late. That won't change. He knows it like he knows the taste of her, the taste like nothing else. Nothing special about the rooms up there he's never seen. Nothing except she's passing through them, unaware of his eyes, preternaturally unaware of herself, yet self-conscious, fretting about some detail of hair or nails or makeup, a nothing, certainly nothing a man's eyes would notice. A man would see nothing but how she fills space, transforms space into what truly matters, all that matters, and beyond which there is nothing, an inconceivable nothing if emptied of her. Some nights when she couldn't sleep or couldn't read, 
He'd hear her in bed beside Kim, flipping pages of glossy fashion magazines, fat catalogs, flipping fast and faster, then slower, slowly, slowly disappearing into silence, into his dreams of nothing, no one, nothing he remembers now except her presence, lost when he awakens. Our second story offers up the comedic perspective of, get ready, a man who has been sitting on death row and is about to take his turn. Here is Condemned by John Edgar Wideman, performed by the one and only Coleman Domingo. I don't like him. But one thing you can say for the motherfucker, he got perfect teeth. Perfect. They said shiny and white and, and perfect in the little silver tray on his big desk. And I can't help agreeing with what I'd always heard everybody say. Those teeth, show enough, impressive. Right. I'm in his office today because this is my ninth death sentence and uh, none of the previous eight had been delivered with anything approaching the speed and efficiency of this one. <laughs> Perfect, like the teeth. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to thank you and your administration for how expeditiously you all handled my case. Um, Contrary to popular opinion, we do our honest best here. Our very best. Well, I, for one, wish to express my profoundest gratitude, Mr. Mayor. When I woke up this morning, thought to myself, why not tip on by the mayor's office and thank him in person? See if he has any message he'd like me to carry to the folks on the other side. I appreciate your sentiments and your offer. Just tell the folks on the other side that things are Never what they seem. No matter how pretty a few of us appear to be sitting, there are troubling issues, dangerous issues, threatening all citizens. Somebody must perform the dirty work of keeping these issues in check. And somebody has to suffer when we do our work well. Word, Mr. Mayor. I'll be sure to tell everybody over yonder just what you said. <laughs> Thank you. I've always had a good feeling about you. Even after I was advised you'd committed heinous crimes, I can tell by your willingness to be an emissary that your heart's in the right place. Afida Zen, my friend. A little quid pro quo, if you please, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Tell everybody uh, on this side I said hi and bye. Tell them life ain't fair, but the moral arc of the universe curves slowly towards justice. Tell them I do my best under the circumstances, Mr. Mayor, just like you do your best. Tell them you get my vote if I had one. 
and tell them voting for you is like voting for me. <laughs> I demand my man. <laughs> oh, and don't let nobody tell you, Mr. Mayor, you ain't got some dynamite teeth. If you're enjoying tuning into Word Theater Weekly, you'll find books by the authors we feature at bookshop.org slash shop slash word theater. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. We are honored to have featured these two extraordinary actors at Word Theater on several occasions, and we will be rooting for them this year at the Oscars. A special shout out to philanthropist benefactor Ola Strom for believing in word theater. Thanks to Glass Animals for our theme music, as well as the LA County Department of Arts and Culture for their ongoing support. Thank you to our interns, our executive assistant, Scout Riley, and our podcast editor, Jason Lee. Head over to wordtheater.org to learn more and join the word theater family. We would love to have you. Until next week, I am Cedaring Fox signing off. <laughs>